0: two readings this morning, uh, one from the New Testament, one from the Old. And I've chosen to read from the New Living Translation, which is slightly different from the Bibles in the pews. Our first reading is from Matthew chapter 6 and verse 5, and we're going to read to verse 15. That's on page 918. And Jesus is talking about prayer. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, this is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. And then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. And when you pray, don't babble on as the the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask him. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation but rescue us from the evil one. For if you forgive those who sin against you your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. And the Old Testament reading comes from the Psalms, Psalm 5, and the first eight verses, page 523. and again from the New Living Translation. O Lord, hear me as I pray, pay attention to my groaning, listen to my cry for help, my God and my King, for I pray to no one else but you. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord, Each morning I bring my requests to you and wait expectantly. O God, you take no pleasure in wickedness. You cannot tolerate the sins of the wicked. Therefore, the proud may not stand in your presence, for you hate all who do evil. You will destroy those who tell lies. The Lord detests murderers and deceivers. But because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house. And I will worship at your temple with deepest awe. Lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Chris is um, going to open our series of reflections on powerful prayers, and we're going to pray for him now. Father God, we do give you thanks and praise that you let us come before your throne of grace. We give you thanks and praise that you listen to us, and we're just amazed that, that you the King of Kings and Lord of Lords would choose to listen to us. But help us to come to you now. Help us to submit our lives before you. And help Chris, as he speaks your word and your truth into our lives, speak through your word, that through what Chris shares, we might glimpse more of Jesus. For we ask it in his name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Hey, good morning. Should we do that again? What do you reckon? That was a little bit like, good morning. (laughs) So good morning! morning. That's a little bit better. You're awake! Woohoo! So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Chris. I'm a Baptist minister. I work with a team of people called The Light Project and our job is to reveal Jesus. Uh, We have a college where we train people to do that. And uh, part of my role with that is I serve as city centre chaplain in Peterborough. But my job today is to bring a familiar prayer and bring a freshness and a challenge to it. I just want you to work out how many times have you said the Lord's Prayer? Have a think, how many times? We say every week we gather, don't we? Uh, What about at school or with your family or alone? I reckon we have said it hundreds upon hundreds of times, don't you? I say it all the time, I've got some prayer beads that I carry around with me that Sister Catherine, she's one of my volunteers, she's a nun. I work with a nun. I love that. She's great. And she, she gave me these prayer beads. Well, the first one that I pray is always the Lord's Prayer. And then usually I move on to something else, like I'm on a bus and I'm waiting and then something else happens. So I reckon I say the Lord's Prayer, oh, what, 20 times a week? I don't know, maybe 10? I don't know how many times have you said it do you reckon do you want to give a a guesstimate who wants to give a guesstimate how many times three times a day really come on that's amazing three times times a day which translation which translation the old the old translation (laughs) how many times it must be hundreds don't you think there must be hundreds. Well, today, in looking at the Lord's Prayer, we're looking at our spiritual health, our fitness. On Saturday morning, I did part run. I've done 41 part runs, and my goodness, I struggled on Saturday morning. Seth was eight minutes ahead of me. No, nine minutes. He got his personal best. He was chuffed. You know, And I, 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 when I first started part run, I was behind the children under 11, and I, that's, where, that's where I started. So I watched, I then progressed up to the large-bottomed ladies. I don't mean to be rude, not a reflection on any, anyone here who does part run, but I progressed and I ran behind the large-bottomed ladies. I thought, this is, okay, I'm getting a little bit better, a little bit better. I then managed somehow to progress where I was running behind those in their 70s. Okay, really, really. But on Saturday, I was trailing a man who must have been in his 80s. And I, I, I want to be honest with you, as I was trailing him, in my mind, I thought I was running really fast, but what I saw in front of me was an older man running very slowly. And I couldn't compute. It was like, hang on, i come? I'm not, I can't even catch this man up, he's running so slow, inside I'm sprinting, I'm like, but I must have been like, because that's what he looked like, so I was slower, Uh, and I thought there's no way that I can let this man beat me, so I did overtake him. Um, I shouted behind me, "Eat my dust!" No, I didn't. That would have been that would have been a bit rude. But I did manage to beat him, but only just. And it spoke to me of today, of our spiritual fitness. No matter how many times we've said this prayer, we need to become fitter in how we pray. So we're looking at a well-known prayer, but I hope it becomes fresh. To us, the Lord's Prayer. Have you ever wondered, how do I pray? Have you ever wondered that? Have you ever asked that question? How do I pray? You're in great company because the same uh, story that's in Luke's Gospel, we, we've had it read to us, Ted, thank you, from, from Matthew's Gospel. In Luke's Gospel, you see the first friends of Jesus ask him, Lord, how do we pray would you teach us to pray and here we've got the most wonderful pattern for prayer so we're going to look at some lessons from the lord's prayer before i do i want to just remind us of the mystery of what we're called to do come on let's just think about it a minute prayer We're called to talk to the one who's made us, who gives us breath, who's created this world, who is the most high, the one who knows all things, is always here and there and everywhere, the Lord of all. And he calls us to partner with him and talk with him and he talk with us. What a mystery. We're also commanded to pray. I don't know if you picked that up in the reading, it happened three times. When you pray, when you pray, not if you pray, when you pray. Each one of us commanded and called to engage in this life as people who talk to God. And what a mystery as we do that, that when we pray, God works. I want to uh, admit to you, I'm still buzzing about answered prayer. I find the joy of answered prayer just tremendous. Um, I spent a couple of days supporting a family um, uh, up in Chester. The guy who works with us is in hospital, he's really ill. Um, it looks as if he's going to come out of hospital like soon. The, the, it was just the most spectacular answer to prayer. The last time he was in hospital, he was in for seven months. Um, I can't go into the detail, but he's coming out soon. I mean, the doctors have said, yeah, we need to make plans for you to come out uh, soon and look to return to work soon. I'm buzzing about answered prayer. Seven years ago, perhaps eight years ago, I prayed that I could have some people who could work with me with the Light Project here. I specifically prayed that I could have students from Stevenage to Peterborough and nothing happened and I forgot that prayer and I, I kind of thought God must have forgotten that prayer too. But this year of the blue I've got five students I haven't even recruited them I haven't even looked for them but I've got five students who are working with me in Peterborough and in Great Granston, and they're on placement with me we have a team day together and these students well one comes from Stevenage <laughs> I wrote it down seven years ago prayer someone from Stevenage two come from Peterborough one from Huntingdon and Janine here <laughs> from Camborne Such a tremendous answer to prayer. I'm still buzzing about how God answers prayers or my prayers that you would become excited about praying once more. Perhaps you've got a bit stuck. And this morning you need reminding of this mystery and power of when you pray. So we're going to look at four areas the first one is, well, this Lord's Prayer, what is it? How do we pray it? What are we actually praying? And what do we learn about God through this prayer? So first off, undoubtedly, it is the most prayer in the, most famous prayer in the world ever, isn't it? If you had to just stop someone on the street or in Morrison's and say, hey, tell me a prayer that you know. I guarantee they would say, oh, is it the Our Father prayer? It is the most famous. It's a pattern that Jesus gave to his first friends that is given to us. I love how it's a together and an alone prayer. Together, when we pray it, we declare Our Father. Our Father. That means if he's our dad... If we're saying, okay, you are dad, your father, it means that we're brothers and sisters, doesn't it? It's a wonderful method that we can adopt of praying. And lastly, what is it? Well, it's something for our benefit. Um, a, a couple of years ago, I got in a right stress about prayer. I'd made a plan that I would have a quiet time every day for at least 30 minutes. Well,. After four days of not managing it, I got in a little bit of a stress. And I was like, oh, no, what's going on? You know, I love to pray, but I just was so busy that way. I was getting all stressed about it. And I remember talking to God about prayer. So, oh, I haven't been praying. Oh, I haven't done this. Oh, I haven't And I remember feeling, hearing from God, not as an audible voice, but feeling within my being, God saying, Chris it's not for your benefit, it's not for my benefit, it's for your benefit and somehow in my mind I got it that it's for God's benefit that I need to pray, that somehow I'm giving a bit of a hand, that somehow if I don't pray, oh he's really going to lose out isn't he and in my mind I kind of got it all topsy-turvy But when I pray, I receive peace that I can't get my head around, that guards my heart and my mind. A sense of well-being, of all is well when I pray. A mystery that God is with me. It is for our benefit. When we pray this familiar prayer, we are nourished by it. So it's something for you. Secondly, how do we pray it? Well, I want to encourage you to split it up and think about the different parts of the prayer. Now, if you're anything like me, if I'm listening to a teacher and they come up with points that all start with the same letter, I get a little bit suspicious. I'm like, uh, what's going on here? How about, <laughs> How about... Splitting it up like this. Forgive the all the same P letters, P. But how how about this? Presence, God's presence, our Father. Our Father, you are in heaven. How about just pausing and thinking about what that means? Our Father in heaven. What about praise? Holy is your name what about just pausing to think about the purpose will your kingdom come your will be done here in this place in my family in my home in my school in my work as it is in heaven how about praying for what that could look like what about pausing to think about the provision what do you need I love asking God for the things that I need and my family needs. I love it because the answer to prayer, as I spoke in the beginning, it brings such joy when God answers prayer. Give us today our daily bread, the provision, the pardon. Forgive me. Forgive my sins. What about taking time as you pray the Lord's Prayer to list the things that you want forgiveness for? The things that you know that you have messed up with? And what about asking for the grace to forgive those who have hurt you? And lastly, protection. Lead us, lead me, not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. I want to encourage you. Would you split it up? Would you look at it tomorrow morning, later on today, and just pause and think about this most powerful prayer that we have been given? Thirdly, what are we praying? It's not some kind of formula that we can just kind of go da. All is well, like a magic spell almost. Say this, all will be well. I want to encourage you to think about what is it in the Lord's Prayer that resonates with you? For me, it's the kingdom, always. I can't get away from it. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth where I'm at as it is in heaven. And I want to challenge you, do you mean what you are praying or is it just an automatic thing? What happens when his will is done on earth as it is in heaven? I dared to pray for heaven on earth in the pub. It was uh, three weeks ago and a guy came in with, um, uh, I hadn't seen him before. It was a little bit weird, I must be honest, because he was drinking rosé wine. And most of the blokes on a Friday morning are there and they've got pints. And he's sitting there with this rather pretty large glass of rosé wine and it is looking a little bit out of place and uh, I'm giving out the beer mats like I do on most Friday mornings as part of my job uh, we produce the beer mats for this Weatherspoons pub in Peterborough they're prayer beer mats encouraging people uh, to ask for prayer so I'm going around the tables I'm talking to people I'll get to this guy with the large glass of rosé wine and I look at his hand well, he's got a brace on uh, his right hand I said, oh, mate, what did you do with your hand? He goes, oh, back in May, I was carrying this garden ornament and it crushed two fingers. I haven't been able to move my hand. It's painful. He's talking about his hand. And I stand there and I say, feeling like an absolute idiot, I want to be honest with you. I say, can I pray for you? He goes, what do you mean? I said, oh, I could pray for healing for your hand if you like. He goes, yeah, go on then. And he lifts up his hand to me, holds it there. And I say, what now? He goes, yeah, why not? So I dared to believe that heaven somehow could come to earth. And I prayed for his hand, asked if I could put my hands on his hand. Prayed for him. And what happened next? Uh, I'm still somewhat in shock. Right before my eyes, instantly I saw a man's hand healed instantly from a man who could not move his hand he started doing this then he started doing this he goes look look I called my friend over he said you're right mate he goes look it's, it's just completely better and all he could say was you're a good man I said no it wasn't me it wasn't me and I explained about how the healing of his hand was a sign a sign that points to heaven a sign that points to God coming and of God's love for him. Well, this guy had never been to church before. He, he'd sung in a choir when he was a little boy, but he was shocked. Last Friday, he came to see me. He doesn't live anywhere near the pub. He came to see me to say thank you. He, he's been dismissed from the hospital. The hospital are perplexed, he said. But he's been dismissed. But I saw heaven in a small way, a small way, come to earth. He wanted to talk, and we spent time talking about the sign that points to heaven. He kept showing my team. I've got the new team working with me. He kept showing them, look, look what I could do with my hand. Uh, his wife is absolutely amazed, absolutely amazed. There can be no other explanation other than God healed him. What do we learn about God as we say this prayer? Well, first, we learn that he is Father. I wonder if you know that. Do you know God as Father? You know, the scriptures reveal that Jesus taught his first friends that actually you can call God, Dad. Daddy God. Father God. Abba, Father. He taught his first friends. Abba, Father. I wonder this morning, are you here feeling that God is somehow unattainable? too far, a bit like the pictures we saw that Jane showed us of God sitting millions of miles away with a big beard on a cloud, perhaps with a stick, (laughs) perhaps the God who says no, the God who is a bit like Father Christmas you come to and say I need this, I need this, I need this, do you know God as your father? Perhaps you need reminding of that this morning that God is a good, 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 I feel like I'm going to sing a song, Good Father, but he's, he is, he's a good father. Secondly, we learn that God is holy. Yeah, we serve an almighty God as well as an almighty God. I mean, he is our friend. <coughs> But he's Almighty, he's holy. Um, yesterday, Millie and I went to the British Museum and to feed uh, some of the birds in, in one of the parks. They've got parakeets in London. It's amazing. what Incredible. Uh, and we're on the way back, and on the train, we hear the name of Jesus and the name of God used in really bad ways. And it was just bizarre. It was all around us. The, I mean, the train was packed. And I wanted to say something like, excuse me, but that name, that name is holy. But I didn't, I didn't want to embarrass my little girl. But, you know, I just, something in me just thought, you know, your name is hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. And we hear it all the time where people use the name of God as an unholy name. But how do we honour The holy name of God. Thirdly, we learn that God, well, he is king. He's king. We pray in this Lord's Prayer, kingdom come, your will be done. He's king. He's king of his kingdom that is being revealed more and more and more in our midst. And we know that one day his kingdom will be fully revealed when Jesus returns. And lastly, that God, well, he's eternal. Forever and ever, he shall reign eternal. You know, our God, he will never fall off the throne in which he is seated. He is eternal, eternally reigning. And despite the heartache and the pain and the mess up that we see within this world, our God is King and He is eternally King. So, the Lord's Prayer, (laughs) what is it? Something for our benefit, something that's going to nourish us, help us grow. How do we pray it? Well, break it up. Don't just pray it in one big go. We'll pray it later. But think about what you are praying. What are we praying? We're praying for his kingdom to come. Expect to see that. And we learn that God and his Father. Let's pray. In the silence, we welcome you, Father. Come and speak. For those of us this morning who feel very far, God being Father would you pour out your love into us now and I want to pray for those of us who have been stuck in praying Um, Lord would you come and make us unstuck would you excite us again about praying would you help us to pray and as we cry out to you lord teach us show us how to pray lord would you do that and lord may we see in our homes In Camborne, in our schools, in our work, Lord, I, I want to ask that we would see your kingdom come and your will be done. Lord, show us the signs of your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen.